0: From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're homebrew bound. Welcome to Homebrew welcome to Homebrew Bound, I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. And Miles is messing up the board.
1: Ah, first night with first night in the big chair. Right, Man. the big old chair. I know. Things are all flipped around up on
0: YouTube. It's insane. Uh-huh. Not really sure what's going on anymore. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be comical. It should be interesting, that's for sure. I'm I'm experiencing the uh the dead ear that people keep complaining about, but I'm not really hearing it right now, so I think they're just insane.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So Casey, what have you been doing brewing wise this last week?
0: Brewing wise or beer wise?
1: Actually, uh, why don't we say beer wise? Yeah, over the last two weeks. Cause... Yeah,
0: I guess we we have been we have been out uh, for a bit now. Well, we had we had an off week. It's been a weird month. I hate the holiday season that way. Everything gets so busy so fast, and, and it, just it schedules like get you're just thrown out of holding way. on to keep up. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but no, so. Uh, I had two, I guess, alcohol-related interviews for Department of Defense. Uh, not, la- yeah, last week I think. Last week or the week before, um, I interviewed uh, Russ from Common Man Brewing, which is a new brew pub opening up in Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Yes, they're opening up in uh, January is when they open the doors. They're going to start brewing in February. From what he says, it sounds like it's going to be awesome. Awesome. They're going to have sixteen taps. Uh, they're gonna have five or six of their own, and then ten or eleven guest taps.
1: Cool. So and it's gonna be what constitutes a guest? Like, uh, is it just gonna be a rotation of craft beers? Period. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: It's it's essentially gonna be a craft beer bar that also brews beer. There, he has a one barrel system that they're gonna go on. So Kinda it's not not huge, but should be nice rotating.
1: Similar to like a Brady's brew pub sort of thing going on. I
0: Haven't been up to Brady, so I can't make a. You
1: know, it's actually a lot of fun. Okay. I, I think uh we ran into $4 worldwide stouts there. Oh wow. Per bottle. Nice. Yes. Very cool. We bought them out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so that uh so that's what I I interviewed him and then last Friday they had a like a meet and greet. And so Rick uh Rick our business manager and I yes. went up there and we we chatted with them for a while, and we're like, "All right, we're gonna find another. Uh, we're, well, we're gonna go f- grab a bite to eat because, as of right now, apparently in Ellsworth, there is nothing to eat. So really? this place, yeah, no, we it was seven thirty. We're like, let's just grab a, like a bar burger or something. <laughs> it took us thirty minutes to actually find some place that was surfing food.
1: Really? Yeah. Now it is was this insane. like other than the Cheese Factory?
0: This cheese sector doesn't serve any food. Well, cheese. Yeah, that's we're, not food, that's just
1: cheese. We're in Wisconsin. Yeah,
0: but you can't make a meal out of cheese, Miles.
1: You can try. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so we stop at this uh, at this bar called Just Cause. Okay. And the locals say, Oh yeah, you know, great burger, great burger. Took us by the time we went or from the time we went in to the time we went out, it took us an hour or two hours to get out of there. And the burgers were. you were- taking your time? No, oh. the burgers were terrible. Uh, the the burgers were under-seasoned, or over-seasoned. The fries had no seasoning, no salt or anything on them. Really, it was just bad. And it it was no craft beer.
1: <sighs> we, Dude, got, that, we got we got bottle
0: we got we got bottles of Spotted Cow because that's all they had craft beer wise. Which I mean, it's not a bad beer. No, it's just, no, you, know, it's... You, you want something a little different.
1: Let's just say by the time you get into craft beer after having discovered Spotted Cow, there's not much reason to go back outside of nostalgia.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Or, you know, you just want something
1: light and easy to drink. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's good, but there's so much more. There's
0: just so much more that you can do. Yeah. All right, uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, we also had—it's uh, not really beer-related, but it's alcohol-related. We had Scott uh, Andrzejczyk, or—I don't know. He has a bunch of consonants in his name that I can't really say. It's Andrzejczyk. Andrzejczyk? I don't know. From 65 Vines on, learned a little bit about wine, asked some yeasty questions. Uh, that's actually a really good interview. It came out last Saturday on Department of Defense, so if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Right.
0: And the interview with Russ will be out next Saturday. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you listen to the Department of Defense, And he was a great interview. Just super knowledgeable. A lot of fun to talk to. It was a blast. That's right. All right. There's, that's that's the end of my sa- shameless self-promotion. Right. So you go ahead and talk.
1: No, I, I really don't have much to say. No? I, no, I really haven't done too much, uh, except for what we're going to be doing today.
0: Well, what are we going to do today?
1: Well, we're going to be doing a commercial collaboration Except for this being a, it's,
0: is it a calibration? What did I say? Collaboration. We're not really collaborating with anybody. Well, on this. we're
1: collaborating with each other. Yes. On what? No. Um, home, uh, commercial collaboration. Calibration. Commercial ca- calibration. I know those <laughs> words, man. They're, they're hard. Words are hard. Um, commercial collaboration.
0: Calibrate. <laughs> man. Okay. We're doing a commercial calibration today. Commercial and My- calibration. And Miles is just going to tell you what that is without saying those words.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, we just bring in a uh, commercial beer and we discuss it. And in the past, it hasn't really applied to the home brewing you know, concept of the show. So okay. I thought I would bring it around back to us. And so what we did, or what I did, I should say, is I chose... What I was supposed to do. What Casey was supposed to do. Uh, I drank two hearted ale and given... I did do that part of it. Oh, good work out of you. Uh, and then given, you know, as little input as I could other than like the ABV and the hops involved, I tried to do my own clone recipe. Okay. And yeah, so I well, suppose we can start with that.
0: Well, let's uh, before we start with the clone recipe, why sure. don't we talk about the beer itself first, so we know what we're cloning? Oh, fair enough. I mm-hmm. mean that that makes sense. I mean, I, I not not to you no, know, no, no, no. steal go, your thunder no, or anything. Ahead.
1: Ahead. I can't even say what we're doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, Bell's Two Hearted. Uh, I guess I can read the bottle real quick. As fair, quick... no, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Uh, an India pale ale style, well-suited for adventurous trips to the Upper Peninsula, American malts, an enormous hop addition, give this beer a crisp finish and an incredibly floral hop aroma. Uh, it's made by Bells out of uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, I believe.
1: Uh, is it Com- Kalamazoo or Comstock?
0: It, okay, it says Comstock, which yeah. is near Kalamazoo. Yes. They're very near each other. They are. The only reason I know that is I have a buddy who goes to school in Kalamazoo, and Bells is one of his locals. That lucky bastard.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, that makes me
0: jealous. (laughs) Yeah, uh, This is one of their best-selling beers, if I remember reading that correctly.
1: Yes, I believe it is. And for good reason. It is a fantastic beer.
0: It's a solid beer.
1: I enjoy it very, very much.
0: There's things I like about this beer. There's things I don't really care for.
1: I bet you like that it's dry. It's... (sighs) Okay, it's drier. It's dry, but it's not... It could be better. Okay. So, Casey, what do you get out of this beer?
0: Um. Well, uh, just appearance wise, uh, golden. Just a great golden color. Uh, the the bottle I had earlier had a slight haze to it. I'm not seeing that in this one. Uh, but it could just be the glass I was using or whatever. Uh, but you know, uh, nice off white head that that stuck around for a while. Good lacing. Yeah. Uh, flavor or uh, in the aroma, it's resiny with that citrus, pine, just a lot of hops right there. Flavor wise, uh, that that hop citrus comes through better. Uh, it's a it's a little on the sweeter side, but maybe that just it's uh, perceived sweetness, not actually sweet. Yeah, um, and not quite as dry as I'd like. But <laughs> we all know that I have a problem. Well, uh, more, more than one, but yes, this is just yes, an example. Yeah. Uh, no, but and it's it's very hop forward. Yeah, extremely hop forward. Yep.
1: Yeah, that that pretty much sums it up. You, you took away all my notes. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so Casey, uh, let me let me pose it to you. If you were gonna try and and dummy up something similar to this, how would you do it?
0: Uh, I would get a bunch of Sea Hops. Uh, like I'm thinking Cascade, Centennial, just a lot of that West Coast stuff. A a fairly simple malt bill is is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of American two row and maybe just a touch of crystal to just kind of counteract that and add a little bit of complexity, but nothing dark. You want you want this to still be a lighter colored beer, um, and then yeah, uh, then American ale East. just super clean fermenting. Not a whole lot of yeast character left over in the beer. You just really want those hops to shine. So choose your malts and yeast around making the hop shine.
1: All right. Well, cool. Uh, if I was going to ask you how many IBUs you think this is? Um, We're, I'm testing him here. I'm giving him a hard time yeah, because he didn't do his homework.
0: I didn't do my homework. That's okay. It makes the show more interesting. No, I, I, I think I might myself. even keep doing it like this. Yeah. This is interesting. Uh, all right. So I'm going to guess... 70 75
1: Pretty darn close. A little high, but A little high? Okay. Yeah. I th- I think that's just be um because there isn't too much complexity on the malt.
0: Okay. What so. what's the actual IBUs?
1: Uh, the actual IBUs is uh, mid 50s.
0: Okay. So I'm I'm quite high. Yeah. I'm quite high. <clears throat> okay.
1: All right. Uh, so I I actually took some time and I thought about it and I agreed with you wholly and completely Simple malt bill is is what it mm-hmm. was going to be, uh. So for five gallons, this is what I wrote up: uh, eleven pounds of pale ale, one pound of Munich, and one pound of crystal forty. Okay,
0: I could see that. Um, hmm. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward. I you know just a little bit of some of those ready notes to come out from the Munich. Yeah, that's,
0: just, that's what I'm thinking. The yeah. Munich was what I was missing.
1: Yeah, just a little bit, and that's and that's what I had. And then uh, you might not have known this, but uh, Two-Hearted is a Centennial-only oh, beer. Oh, is it? Yes, okay. it is a single-hop beer.
0: Did not know it was single-hopped.
1: Yes, and just, you know, it's it's pretty much a hop bomb, um, although yeah. not overly, overly, overly bitter like some can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of decided that it, it displays a lot of the qualities that Centennial hops have. yeah. And so I said half an ounce each at 60, 45, 30, 15, 0. If I was going to attempt it for a first time, that's just kind of how I would Yeah, done no,
0: it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good spot. Um, I would, I would maybe uh, just taste-wise, maybe uh, back off some of those earlier ones and put it at, late just to get more of that aroma like that, take that 15 and just do it all at zero. Do a full ounce at zero instead of any at 15, just sure. so you get a lot more of that aroma. Yep. But I don't know if that would clone this beer or just make it more to my taste.
1: Um, well, we'll find out in a little bit. Yeah. And then uh, for mash temperature, I chose right around 150. Okay. Uh, yeast, I really hadn't decided exactly what strain, but I was thinking a, a cleaner American yeast. Yeah, and um,
0: there's there is little to no yeast character in this beer whatsoever, and any, any yeast character that you had would be so covered up by the hops anyway,
1: pretty much. Uh, and the IBUs I ended up coming out with with that bill was sixty three. Okay, so I, I was just you know I was just a tad high, yeah, but nothing dramatic. Uh, ABV six point eight versus the seven on the bottle.
0: Yeah, so what? Uh, what? What uh, efficiency were you shooting for with that? Uh,
1: 75. 75? Okay. 75, yep. Then I pulled a couple of clone recipes off the internet, and these ones seemed to, for the most part, agree. Okay. Uh, So I figured it would give us a little point of comparison. Uh, You know, stuff off the internet, of course, is always true.
0: Yep. Oh, of course. That's why everything we say is gospel.
1: Yes. Uh, And the malt bill was... Identical for all of these, not 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 necessarily in the weight, but in the in the grains chosen. Okay. And it was all pale ale, Vienna carapils, and Crystal Twenty. Okay. Yep. So some of the car- carapils for a little bit of that extra body, um, then Vienna instead of my Munich, pretty much.
0: Yeah, and those are fairly interchange like they they are. Especially think, in small quantities. Yep. You're gonna get very similar characters with those two. In fact I uh I I'd use Vienna over Munich just because it's what I have. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um and so it it was usually a toss up between ten and twelve pounds of the pale ale and then the uh the other three were Pretty much identical, okay. across the board. So that's uh, that's what the general population yeah. feels the grand. And it, is. Well, and
0: it's and it's very similar to the IPA that I make, mm-hmm. uh, where I except I use just crystal and ditch the. Though I really should add some Vienna, even though oh man, but it totally ruins my two ingredients. <laughs>
1: God forbid.
0: I know, right? All these different things being added.
1: Ugh. Yep, and then uh, the the hops. Each one of them had five or six additions. Okay, uh, all of them, including something that I completely neglected: dry hopping. Oh, yes, Ooh. yes. Hmm. And one of them actually called for a, a cascade edition, and I knew that was just that has to be wrong. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know if this is a heavily dry hop beer though. It doesn't. Uh,
1: no, it said well, all of them pretty much agreed one ounce or half an ounce dry hop for a week. Yeah, so nothing nothing dramatic, but there. Okay, being the short version, uh, and for one, I I have editions of an ounce each at sixty. 15, 5, and 1. So that kind of reflects what you said, or how you would change my recipe Mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, Another one for um, an ounce at 60, half at 45, half at 30, uh, one at 15, and then some dry hop. Then another one that was almost almost mine exactly, 60, 45, 30, 15, 0. Well, we know where Miles got his recipe then. No, I actually wrote (laughs) mine before I looked all this up. No, I know. Um, Mash temps were... Somewhere between 150 and yeah, 153. Well, and
0: I mean, that's that's a good solid temp. I mean, if you can be somewhere in there, you're gonna end up with about the body this you level want. of yeah. dryness.
1: Yeah. Um, one guy pulled yeast from the bottle. Another one shows why yeast 1450. Uh, Which
0: one's 1450? I actually you have it right
1: written here. down. Uh, let's see. A terrific all around yeast can be used for any almost any style of beer. Uh, produces big mouthfeel, accentuates malt, caramel, and fruit character in a beer without being sweeter under attenuative. Hm. Yes. Okay. Then the last one had Y-East 1272.
0: Nobody used 1056, huh?
1: Nobody used 1056.
0: Hmm.
1: And then twelve seventy two. What do we have? Uh, fruitier and more flocculent than ten fifty six. Slightly nutty, soft. I clean, I, I, I can see that. Finish. There's yeah.
0: that. There's some fruitiness and just a hint of that nut. Just
1: yeah. So it wasn't a bad choice. Mm-hmm. All right. And I believe I actually found what might be the real recipe. Oh man. Yes. So here's what it is: two-row, ten pounds. And kay. okay, so this is uh for five gallons. It's been scaled down, yeah. And it's also at, written at sixty five percent efficiency. Okay. So ten pounds of Breeze Turo, two point eight three pounds of breeze pale, and then half a pound of crystal forty.
0: So no Vienna or Munich, huh? No
1: Vienna or Munich. None. I wonder I wonder if
0: the pale is adding those biscuity I, then. I
1: think so. Um God, I think that was like three point six lavi bond or something.
0: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I. Th- uh, but I mean, at the very least, we had the concept right that it was a very simple malt bill. Yeah. And well, it was even simpler than I wanted it to be.
0: You. you I mean, you can taste the simplicity.
1: Yeah. And well, it's just crisp, clean. Just sits right underneath and lets the hops. It's shine. it's
0: it's a well crafted beer. Um. Unfortunately, this like I've had this I've had this beer old. It does not age well. Yeah, uh, the that hop character drops off, and you just get a grassy note. That's just not good. <laughs> it's just not good. So if if you end like, and the first few times I had this this beer, it was on it was on an old keg, and so it all like every time I taste it now, I I think about that first tasting, and it just it turns me off this beer for some
1: reason. <laughs> all right. How many hop additions do you think this beer has, including any and all dry hoppings?
0: Oh, including dry hoppings? Four.
1: Three.
0: Ah, oh, I was close. I was going to go. All right, so let, let me see if I can guess them. 60? Uh,
1: nope.
0: There's no 60 minutes. There's no addition?
1: 60.
0: A uh, 45, then? Yes. Okay, it's a 45-minute, a flame-out, and a dry.
1: No. No. It's uh, 1.2 ounces at 45, 1.2 at 30... And three and a half dry hop. Hmm.
0: I don't like it. <laughs>
1: just because it flies in the face of everything that you're okay with?
0: Yeah. Where's my 60 minute edition,
1: damn it? Right. All right. And then uh, he says he uses either uh, White Labs 001 or 051, uh, which is California and California 5. Yeah. Which are just clean, straightforward. Yeah. They're can- essentially, they're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're essentially the White Labs version oh, of ten fifty six, and then uh, he ends up with fifty five IBUs and seven percent IB or excuse me ABV. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds yeah, good. So, um, ooh, is it quiz time? I love a good quiz. A, a little bit. Uh, it's it's less of like me trying to quiz you and more of just kind of like our our outline to kind of compare and contrast. What are we comparing and contrasting? uh uh, Some of the recipes that people are coming up with compared to the actual. Okay. Uh, So I wanted to talk about, uh, well, here, I'll just get us started. Uh, What is the effect of adding Vienna malt?
0: So Vienna malt, um, if I I remember correctly, it... It's not going to add a whole lot of lovabond like you're it's just going to be flavor wise is what you're going to get pretty much. Uh you're going to get those those biscuity uh toasted characters from Vienna and Munich. Uh yeah, that's that's really just a flavor addition.
1: imparts uh, golden hues, obviously not much. Um soft toffee, caramel, multi flavors.
0: Okay, so I had the flavors completely wrong. Yeah. That's okay. It happens. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, but you can see where you know kind of where they're coming from, wanting to put this in a beer.
0: I don't know about the toffee caramel stuff.
1: I it's very light, and that's why you you never see more than like half a pound in it. Yeah. So, and I think um, they were using it just to give it that little extra bit of color okay. and just that. Tiniest bit of complexity that yeah, is but, there. Yeah, but
0: I don't know. You're adding the crystal where you're going to get some of those sweet notes from the crystal anyway. The yeah. crystal, the crystal forty or whatever, and that's where your your darkness is. Your like any darkness is going to come from, and those sweet notes are going to come from that anyway. So mm-hmm. why why back it up? I feel like you'll end up with a beer that's too sweet.
1: It it's possible, but then again, maybe that's why they're using it in such small amounts, which might beg the question: why use it at all?
0: Exactly.
1: Yep. Um. Anyways, that. Uh. What is the effect of adding crystal malt or the caramel crystal malts? Didn't we
0: just say that? Well, well I, I'll say it again. So that's that's going to well, darken I, your darken yeah. your wort or darken your beer. Um. And it's going to impart some sweeter flavors. Yeah.
1: Uh. Well, I guess one of the big things I wanted to highlight here is we have a a, a huge Lavi bond range that caramel crystals cover. Mm-hmm. And what is what is the effect that changes okay. with these numbers? and the you know so i have an example at 20 120 and then i brought us back to the 40 that's in the real recipe
0: so 20 you're not going to it's basically the more you caramelize the sugars in those in in the malts the darker they get yep. and the the i guess the more flavor it's not really more flavor it's a different flavor uh
1: the the way i u- would usually describe it at work was you get some of the darker Fruit flavors versus some of the lighter fruit flavors. Uh, For example, uh, twenty degree Lavi Bond will give you like mellow candy-like sweetness and toffee. Mm -hmm. uh, Whereas caramel one twenty would give you uh, caramel, burnt sugar, raisin, and prune. Yeah. So I mean, when you like literally just some of the darker fruit kind of flavors.
0: Not gonna lie, I love throwing some forty or sixty and some one twenty in an ESB. (laughs) Oh man, really brings those flavors out. Right.
1: And then uh, the 40L uh, is a popular and versatile medium caramel malt that will contribute rich golden hues and smooth flavor with sweet toffee and caramel.
0: It's my go-to for wow. pale ales, IPAs, that. Like, 40 is my go-to. It's a solid malt.
1: That's why I went with it.
0: And, I mean, if you do two-row and 40, that wart can do a lot of different things. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, Carapils.
0: Oh, man, you're... So wait, we're doing a malt quiz
1: now? No, it's not a malt quiz. I'm not quiz. prepared for a malt <laughs> quiz. Right? No, um, it's just that these are the ingredients that, you know, pretty much all of the clone recipes agreed that they thought was in this beer, and so we're just kind of discussing. The- oh, you're googling it now. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember a whole. Oh, oh no.
0: no. Uh, where did the paper towels go? I they don't. Should, I don't know. Should- Oh, they're behind me. Hang on. Uh All right. You talk about Carapils. I'm going to clean up your mess.
1: All right. Thank you. Uh, So Carapils is a high-performance dextrin malt. It has clear, glassy endosperm, contributes unfermentable sugars that add foam stability and palate fullness to beer. So Casey, while you're busy there, would you agree that it would make sense if this beer had Carapils? Yes. There we go.
0: But it doesn't. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't, no. It's, no,
0: they, they must have gotten the foam stability from something else. I might be too far from the microphone. I'm trying to clean up a mess. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I just got to give you a hard time. Um. Then I'll kind of cover this one real quick. Uh, What effects can a mash temperature of about 150 degree produce? And we were talking about just the, the fullness and the dryness of the beer. And I don't know if you have a two-hearted in front of you, which would be awesome you would you know you'd be able to taste what exactly we're talking about Uh, it's just a little bit drier it's got a crispness you take a sip you kind of want more when you're done
0: yeah it's dry unless you pour it on the table then it's pretty fucking wet
1: yeah that too (laughs) all right and then um as far as some of the the yeasty beasties that are in here uh i think we actually kind of covered most of those didn't we
0: I think we did, but I always like talking about uh, clean fermenting yeast. Right. Because I really enjoy those as well. Unless I'm making an English beer and then I want some English yeast character. But Belgians, don't like.
1: (laughs) That's why you use USO5.
0: (laughs) What is wrong with that yeast? Oh, my God. What is wrong? just wrong with that yeast it's so broken there's (laughs) nothing right about that please somebody listening write in and tell me why that yeast is so broken
1: (laughs) (laughs) no so that pretty much brings us to the end of the calibration uh concept that i was hoping to introduce today
0: yeah i well personally i enjoyed it
1: Good, I did too. Uh,
0: how did you guys, uh, please let us know how you felt about this, or if there's uh, commercial beers that you'd like us to calibrate on. And again, uh, we're not, we need, we're going to start brewing again soon, and so we'll have more homebrew-focused stuff, but we want to keep bringing you beer stuff. Yeah. It is like, yeah. We we want to keep bringing you beer information, and we're working on getting more homebrew stuff re- in the pipeline. So. Yes. I apologize for us being so terrible at that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rough start, but good times to come.
0: Yes, yeah. I'm actually doing a, a spiced cider, uh, come the first or the the last week of November, so that should be ready sometime in December.
1: And I might be brewing this Sunday. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a buddy who's getting married. He's got to brew his wedding beer. That
0: reminds me, we got to talk about things. Things after after yes. we're done here. Yes. All right. Uh, well, do we have anything?
1: No, that pretty much wrapped it up for the what show, I have for you. Showmaster. Do, do you have any things to add to this?
0: I I don't really. I just, I'm, I think we covered it. I mean, we've really exhausted this beer as, <laughs> as a beer.
1: Uh, I hope, I mean, that was kind of the plan.
0: Yeah, and I think we did a good job. Not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but. All right, hang on. I'm going to get some. You want to turn that down just a little bit for me? There you go. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this show and like to support us, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash Planet studios. Uh, Patreon is a, a recurring tip jar donation type deal. It's like Kickstarter for ongoing projects. You can donate even as little as a dollar a month. You get something in return and you help us out bringing you great beer radio every week or almost every week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, the holidays are coming up, and we all know that you're going to do your Christmas shopping on Amazon because everybody does. Nobody has time for stores. But before you head on over to Amazon, head on over to blindersstudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the page, the bottom of the page. Man, I feel like miles. <laughs> <laughs> and just do your regular Amazon shopping, and we get a bit of a cut from that. All right, well, if you have any feedback, questions, comments... Or if you want to send in a beer, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindstudios.com Or you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Next week, I am out. So it'll just be Miles and running I- everything. So we'll see how badly that turns out.
1: It's going to be a blast. Yes.
0: Uh, Miles may be bringing in a friend or a cohort.
1: Well, I'm going to try. All right. I'm going to try.
0: But no matter what, we will have some content for you guys next week. Uh, I'm also going to be doing some tweeting and whatnot uh, from Orlando. So I will see you guys next week.